Hello. Let's get busy. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to this week's edition of Palsfuls. Hi. Oh, man. Tyler is uh, ready to go, I see. Rare. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What do you got there? Let's go. Yeah, rip it and rip it, baby. You should have told me it was that kind of stream, dude. It's Wednesday night. What do you expect? You're right. You're right. It is Wednesday night. And you know what that means? We are here to do Pals Pulls. We have four pretty awesome books to talk to you guys about today, including The Return of Saga. Whoa. Sean, yes. does it feel nice? Oh, yeah. It feels beautiful, dude. You should get yourself one. I am, I'm debating going tomorrow. You're debating? What type of debate? It should be a guarantee. I, I, I got it, too. Hold on. Let's see it. <laughs> Break it out. I got it right here. Hold on. There you go. There you go. I got it at Tyler. midnight. Tyler holding up his copy that he got at midnight. I want to talk to you about that experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in just a moment. Oh, shit, uh, I got it. We're going to be doing uh, <laughs> Devil's Reign number three. No uh, variant, also, huh? Or is that no, the variant, right? No, no variant. No variant. Uh, also not a variant is uh, X Deaths oh, of Wolverine. That's a good cover. It's the best cover that they have. So I had to get it. Right. Um, and then this is a variant. Human Ooh, By who? Okay. So out of all the comics you, you should have not gotten the variant for is Human Target. That main cover is fantastic. Nah, this cover is sick, dude. Who is this? No. Who is, is that? Marco, you don't like this cover? Bro, compared to the actual like the actual cover, like oh, that the actual cover, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. real good. Uh, I don't know. This one spoke to me more. All right, whatever. Man, Judge me for my cover choices. Shop, actually, so. yeah, we should. <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the variant is by Dave Johnson. Okay. Oh, I love Dave Johnson. I just couldn't tell because a little tiny window. Uh, but Dave Matt's. Matt says, coming back from the shop as I watch. Awesome. Hey, yo. Uh, so I, it's going to something out real quick. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Does okay. this work? Um, oh, there we go. Look hey. Subscribe to the Comics Pals. Wow. There thanks, Tyler Olson. Thanks to the Tyler Olson with your Amazon Prime subscription. <laughs> Appreciate Bezo you. Bezos money here. <laughs> uh, so, again, we've got four incredibly big books to talk about this week if you want to support the show like tyler just did uh we take subscriptions now on twitch which is pretty awesome uh of course we stream live on twitch this very show pals pulls every wednesday at 6 p.m eastern and then saturdays at 10 eastern for the main show come hang out with us for both of those share your love follow us on twitch if you haven't and if you'd be so kind subscribe uh because you're awesome and clearly, if you're listening, you think we are too. Uh, head over to youtube.com slash the comics pals. Hit that subscription button over there. We did get over 500 subscribers, which we've talked about before, but want to plug that anyway. Let you guys know that we're thankful for that. Uh, wherever it is you listen to us, leave us a comment. Uh, whatever it is that you feel like talking to us about, we're here for it. So share those comments with us. You guys have been booming on YouTube with the comments. It's amazing. But you can write to us at thecomicspals at gmail.com as well if you want to chat with us over there. Speaking of chatting, come join our Discord server. There's a link to that in the description of anything we do. And uh, we're always having a fantastic time on that end. 
last but not least before we start talking books saga book club we just put that out yesterday it was a lot of fun uh talking about these characters that we love so much that we're here 55 issues later to keep talking about them so go check out our saga book club if you're so inclined oh was i supposed to read that might have helped <laughs> might have helped i didn't take it out of the bag and board all right mm, yeah fair uh, enough so in addition to the books we talked about, we've got P- Pals Pulls and Comics Tag coming up a little later. But I want to hear from Tyler about his experience going to the midnight release of Saga 55. What was that like? Well, first of all, um, I am not one to leave my house. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm also noted. not one to leave my house when it's cold out. And being that I live in Buffalo, New York, uh, it gets cold. Um, but I was hopped up on caffeine last night and then my local shop gutter, uh, gutter pop comics, uh, was like, Hey, we're doing a midnight release. And I was like, I don't want to go out during the day tomorrow. This, this actually works out <laughs> better for me. So I, so I went over there and, uh, got more than saga. That's for sure. <laughs> nice. Uh, cool. there were, I, I got there like right at midnight. So I don't think there were, there was many people there, but, um, it was cool. I got to talk with, uh, Steven who, uh, who, uh works at the shop there. Um, it's fun. Picked up a uh, made in Korea as well. Nice, oh, good, good choice. Uh, okay, it's a new, new Brew Baker Phillips stuff. Um, and this guy, which I haven't opened up yet, um, there is a lion cat and the <gasps> whoa, man, yeah. that's nice, dude. That is that absolutely my cat awesome. Tried to get into so making <laughs> uh, sense, Ken. I guess so. I guess so. No, it was really, really cool. Really nice shop. That shop has like, uh, like the, the range of stuff there is. Uh, they have tons of manga, tons of like, they have back issues, but they also have like, bargain bin trades and stuff. They have this artist edition of Chris Somney's Daredevil run that was like staring at me the entire time, um, which is it's where I got my dong tattoo. Um, I have a tattoo of Somney's. Daredevil. It says ding, but it looks like the word dong. Um, but <laughs> but you know. Out. Yeah, it, it's oh. fine. It's fine. If you know, you know. Um, yeah, no, great shop. Gutter Pop Comics, uh, Buffalo, New York. Great people there. So, yeah, it's fun. All right. Well, if you ever end up in the ass end of New York, um, you can. Uh, yes. Yes. It depends on where New York's facing, but uh, yeah, it's it's a big old booty donk <laughs> of New York. Wouldn't Wouldn't New York City be the ass end because that's where all the activity is? You're saying that's all the activity. One in the way to look at it. It's where the rivers flow uh, out, right? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Uh, well, let's talk about Saga. <laughs> Speaking of Pivoting ass, right away. Pivoting yeah. Right away. Uh, let's well, talk I'm about just... Saga. Yeah, please put that up there. Yes. Yes, good. Uh, We're full spoilers. Matt, I appreciate the view. I highly recommend at least muting or uh, deafening (laughs) us because we are going to talk about everything. Uh, So, again, if you do not want your saga spoiled, do not listen to us for the next 20 minutes um, because we're getting getting into all the shit. So, Obviously, it's been a while. It's been three years, and it's been a while. The, not for me, oh, not for <laughs> me either. Honestly, um, I'm glad I I'm glad I stopped reading this damn book and read it all in one shot. Um, but it's been a while, and the book isn't afraid yeah, of acknowledging that. That's kind of what you know a part of the issue is. Um, 
interesting way to get back into things uh what did you guys think marco why don't you start us off i've been waiting for this book for years and i'm i'm so glad that it's back just you know i woke up i didn't go to sleep so i could read it as it dropped uh on comiXology and And um 3 a.m eastern yeah yeah it's a long night last night um and (laughs) and uh i i had fun with it i'm glad to be back it all these arcs are always in these like new situations so i felt like having just come off of reading the book i was kind of also mentally prepared for that where i didn't have to like get my bearings necessarily and Mm. to be fair i think what Brian K. Vaughn does here is he he sets this up even if this is like a sort of first issue you just get the major players here uh Alana Hazel and a new character that we're introduced to and that's all you really need to get your foot in the door and so I appreciated that um because I'm sure if I hadn't if we hadn't done the book club I would have been you know totally lost I would have barely remembered some of the stuff that would have happened in the last issue or the last few issues and I was excited for this story I am curious and have mixed feelings on the result, uh, especially the end. Um, I'm not sure that I liked that direction and just, I guess, full spoilers, right? So like they're dealing drugs and I don't know. I I didn't, I didn't, I I wasn't too like hot on that. Everything else, art and story and pacing. um, I flew through this book as I did the full series i did forgot it was 44 pages and yeah um it was yeah <laughs> it fucking surprised me yeah <laughs> you just blew right through it and good way um, to jump back in i like that 100 mm-hmm, percent. but i liked it overall how about you kill <clears throat> i am very conflicted actually um i wanted more um if this is how the chapters uh were released and this is what you guys waited on for so long yeah homie since 2012 or whatever this man y'all fools (laughs) how y'all do this like this that's that's not enough (laughs) like i just like you know beautiful obviously like fiona staples you know come on um but again, it's like, and and I, I had this problem of, I, that I talked a bit in the about a bit in the book club. With each new, you know, arc, it sort of starts a new status quo or whatever. And I, uh, for me, it's sort of that's where the you know the gap works. So he can you know he can gather his audience and everybody starts on the same page or whatever. But I just, I, as I was reading, I, I didn't want to start this far ahead. Mm. Okay. Like removed from the the, the last issue. Yeah. In terms of like the time jump sort of thing, right? Yeah. Like it, to a degree to me, it even felt a bit like he had to get back into the groove with this. Huh. Interesting. You know, maybe maybe it was as much a recap for him as it, and a, and a grounding for him as it was for us. You know, I think if you read the the letters page in the back, I think he kind of talks about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
Um, but but for for that, I say welcome to the monthly saga reading experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Nah, this is it for me. No, uh, dude, you, you gotta suffer through it. You're oh, Kale's thank you. Be, uh, uh, um, absent every time we do saga. Now he's like, oh, no, I got another. Yep. Uh, Got a proctology appointment again, you know. Call me. <laughs> He's getting Call up me. to that age. I just went last week. What are you doing? Call, Come on, Cal. Call me in five more years when the next trade collection drops. The next fifty-four issues. The next slipcover edition you can unveil on uh, on stream. Yeah. Isn't that kind of weird? Like presuming we are doing this for a really long time, uh, we're going to review all these issues here on the show. So what the hell do we need to do a second part of the? book club for you're right <laughs> yeah that's, that's assuming that content the sean world is still a thing fair enough fair enough um, tyler what do you think of the issue um i like saga monthly i enjoy it because it's it's either you get not much like this one this is really just like a hey let's recap where are we on this next time jump where's hazel where's alana uh is marco really dead um spoiler yes. looks like he is so. <laughs> i really i really expected him to want to be the person walking off the ship say or or prince robot or something like yeah I was expecting the swerve there not i mean i don't put it past bkb to still swerve us somehow yeah. um but uh i like the the monthly reading experience with saga because it's like you can have a, a relatively slower issue in terms of the grand plot i mean we see a suicide bomber of this and we learn that alana is dealing drugs now um, she's essentially a spice runner, and yep. uh, but in, in in the grand plot, we don't really get projected that much further. Um, but I like that because you, when it does, when you do have that issue that moves a plot forward, you don't know it's really coming. It could be the next issue, it could be three issues from now. It's kind of a surprise each time, and uh, when it is, it like really knocks you off your feet. Uh, so I mean, I was fine with the the kind of the the catch up issue. I think the whole um, Alana being a drug dealer now uh, tracks for her character because um, she is the uh, queen of questionable decisions. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to say bad, but um, questionable, I think, is the best word. Morally ambiguous. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which which you can see Hazel is kind of getting there, too, in terms of what she does. Um, so I, I like that. I like the the reestablishing of the dynamic. Um, our our supporting cast is much smaller now. Um, yeah, for now. For now, yeah. Mm. And uh, they didn't stray away from the sex at all in this first this first issue back. That's for sure. Boy, <laughs> love it. Um, yeah. I mean, I I I commend and applaud the creative team for not coming into this issue and feeling forced to do something huge um, as a way to like placate all the people who are upset about how long they waited. You know, they're telling the story that they're trying to tell. And if Brian knows for a fact that this whole thing's going to be 108 issues exactly, then he probably can't shift things around too much, right? Mm. That sounds like a locked thing. So it feels like this was the issue we would have gotten whether Saga was off for the year that they originally said or, you know, comes out now or anywhere in between. And I appreciate that. Um, that being said, obviously, this is a really jarring issue to read for a lot of reasons. Um, and, you know, I don't necessarily love the place that they're in. Um, it, it kind of it, it feels like, you know, 
um, on the book club, I, I talked about how Marco uh, deciding to let himself die was a mistake that basically chose his ideals over his family. And I think that we're seeing here that his death absolutely destroyed his family to some degree. Um, Alana has always been willing to do what she has to. And people who, who do what they have to can't stand on idealism. They have to act. And so Alana selling drugs tracks because she's that person. She'll do whatever it takes. And I really respect her for that. Um, don't know how to feel yet about the new character, Bombazine. Kind of weird. Mm, pretty um, weird design. That looks yeah. like a design that a kid made. And I think he gave me mentions his son had help here. Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah. It, it reminds me of like, I don't know if you follow Ryan Otley on like Instagram and stuff. Where like his his son will draw like a real shitty doodle, well, not shitty, but it's a kid. You know, like it's, just, <laughs> it's shitty, <laughs> but that's okay. Can scratch, but then yeah. uh, uh, Otley like makes it into something else. I kind of get that vibe here, where this is like a translation of a kid's drawing. Um, I, I I I hate the choice of cargo shorts. Yeah, I am extremely anti cargo short. What's wrong with cargo shorts? I don't think they should ever be worn. What if you got shit to carry? Get a purse. No, nah, I'm all about those pockets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, just what if my hands are full? <laughs> um, one thing that I thought was a bit weird in terms of the timeline is, did it take the will three years to finally deliver the skull of Marco? I had a problem with that, too, yeah. Mm, I didn't even think about that. Okay. Because yeah. that was a little weird, and then to bring it up to Gwendolyn, and similar to what you said, Sean, like you didn't like where some of the characters were. I didn't like that Sophie was just like at a boarding school now. Like Her whole role had, and we didn't talk too much about it in the book club, but she was being developed as like a diplomat under Gwen, and I liked to have, I would have liked to have seen an, an extension of that considering we got to see Hazel and we got to see the Pringsling. So um, that scene for me was definitely jarring and, and I wasn't a big fan of it. I'm not convinced that she's off the board. I think she's just, you know, away right yeah. now. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I think that, that like I would have wanted her to still be here because that felt like it would have made sense. Mm. And, and you, you bring up that three year gap and how it's a little strange that it took the world that long. That makes me sus like suspect about what actually happened with everyone yeah. on that ship because we don't see what happens. Fair enough. We don't know, and uh, some smells funny. Also, no you officer, say no no friendo, no goose. Where is everyone? Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna have to be some kind of uh, flashback, right? Like they they have to address the gap. There's no way that they can't. And I think that that's probably going to be one of the driving factors of this this return arc is learning what we don't know. And that's a good place to be as a reader in terms of like enjoyment, that there are these things we don't know that are frustrating right now. But as Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples give us that information, hopefully it can be done in a way that adds intrigue rather than just being info dumpy. Mm. I like uh, that... Well, I guess two things on Princeling. I like that they managed to sort of continue that story post Prince uh, Robot's death. And the the fact that it had such a profound trauma on him, that was, I thought, really interesting. I think made a lot of sense because, you know, he was definitely a 
more um i guess in in the in the last moments kind of like abused and definitely traumatized child and so like for that to have happened then him going like over the line of not even just being mute that i thought was pretty interesting um but i i like that we're getting a uh, a musical sort of um ugh, what is the word I'm, f- I'm forgetting my english but like you can look forward <laughs> foreshadowing yeah. what's the spanish uh no foreshadowing because one of the covers is of the group of them uh, i think it's like issue 58 or something um them in a band and so it looks oh. like he'll come into his own through music. So if, okay. if that is something, I, I'm, I'm interested in that. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, let's talk about the art. I haven't seen Fiona Staples' art outside of Saga at all. Um, and I know that she's she's worked uh, in the intervening years, but I just haven't seen anything. Mm. Um I don't think she's missed a beat. I think this is really good. Um, there are some standout pages, uh, at least to me. I'll show a couple of them for you guys on YouTube. Yeah, be careful which ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <clears throat> there's a terrorist attack, and uh, there's this huge explosion that um, Hazel's able to protect herself from, and it rem- it's like super like Marvel Comics X-Men, but it looks really cool. Isn't it nice that you can show off the suicide bombing on the stream, but God forbid you show off the Hazel boob page? Yeah, no, no kidding, right? <laughs> or or a lot of page. It's yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Really good stuff. I I thought it was great, top to bottom. This the the thing about reviewing this series that's so weird and probably why we shouldn't do it every week or every month rather is that you can't really say anything different about the quality of it from week to week it's generally just going to be good you know um, like what what are we going to say about fiona staples work in this issue that's yeah. different from the last one you know <laughs> she's outdone it again it, uh you're right you can't do it every time <laughs> it gets repetitive. so yeah kale might be on the on the hook here or, or off the hook here so yeah the uh i i do appreciate that we do get a uh, two-page splash on this the, the pirate ship that was yeah. really hot that, that was, was cool, cool. based cool. on your uh your shout out your call out from the book club of the, the fact that there had only been six seeing one here i was like oh shit and it was cool um i'll show it it's just like a massive pirate ship it's small can we, yep can we just get this on record sean just said a pirate ship is cool Oh no 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 no! no. I did not say that. I said that the splash page was cool. I didn't comment on what was in it being cool. Sure, sure. I mean, but I but, but you're saying it was cool. Yeah, I'm saying that the splash page was cool. The fact that we got one was cool. The splash and page it, of the pirate ship. Well, you know there is a there is a pirate ship in it. Uh, it evokes Star Wars to me. It's kind of hard for me to show this for some reason. It um it, is that the skull of one of the time sucks. Oh, because it has a little like yeah, and it's also it could like, be. The, it's a splash page, and, the, and one of the few the, the few times they've used a splash page, I think twice has been when they showed off the time suck, was giant planet babies. <laughs> it very well could be, but I feel like I feel like it I, it, it isn't though because Fang as a comet contained this their ship right. So like sure, that right. on a scale yeah. perspective kind of looks a little wonky. Big baby somewhere out there. <laughs> that, it may be. <laughs> So, was this anybody's book of the week? 
No. 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 Not this one. It was. uh, We'll get to the book. That's my book of the week. And I have a feeling it's a lot of your other books of the week. But. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, let's let's get into the chat real fast. Uh, Matt had left, so hopefully he comes back. We're done done with Saga for now until next month. Um, (laughs) Isaiah Ose, aka Harris, aka uh, uh, what's his name from discord i can't He's remember got a lot of aks yeah um pirate sean confirmed never that uh if you ever see me in a pirate outfit or you know saying pirate things then you know i'm a squirrel that's you how you'll know filters to the pirate sean go yar <laughs> no 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 and stupio 7 says pirate go blank um nice try uh thank you for the first time chat appreciate that um yeah, pull it, by the way. Pull pull it. It's Saga. I mean, come on. If you're into it, like if you're not into it or if you haven't read it before, I can't in good conscience tell somebody to start here. Mm. I, just, I just can't. Mm, no, no. There's a nice big paperback compendium that I would recommend first. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Um, it's just too, it's just too much that's come before that's, that sucks, but you know, it is what it is. They know what they're getting themselves into. Want to do a series of 108 comics that takes a break every 10 years. Yeah. When do you think he gets 108? <laughs> like, uh, timeline wise, which of uh, one of us would be dead or incarcerated before we get there? Oh, Easy. or incarcerated. Interesting. Um, shoot. Shadow 56 for subscribing Wonder who that is, thank you Oh wow, the Colossus uh, pop-up That was perfect, mm-hmm. I wish it was Cyclops um, Yeah, so who will be dead or incarcerated? That's a fun game um, Alright, so I'm just going to predict Predict the future for all of us, okay? Okay, alright um, So uh, Kale And Jess will have a child Um they have a dog. Wow. They have a German Shepherd already. That's going to be a all right. For a Listen, while. we all love dogs, all right. <laughs> and Blake is awesome, but you know, child. Um, Marco, I'll get back to Marco. Um, <laughs> uh, Ty- Tyler, Tyler's an interesting one because you're a Disney adult, right? And I think I that that's going to be like that. Listen, all right. Yeah. We we follow you on Twitter. We understand. Um, Fair enough. Uh, I think I, I don't know your stance on children, but I feel like you need to be taking children to Disney. I really do. I mean, um, I think wow, they, they got to pay full price after the age of like three. Like you know, like uh, that shit's expensive. That's true. I think. Well, in any event, I think you'll be living in a house in Buffalo, freezing your ass off still, <laughs> um, regretting your decisions, but you know. Loving your wife and, you know, wanting to do what's right by her. Okay. Um, And I do think you will have children. Um, Marco, I think, is going to be on some sort of island somewhere. Seven years to the day with a harem. uh, Living it up. A a drink in one hand, something I can't describe in the other. And just really loving life. Doing the show from from a jacuzzi. Oh, yep, yep. 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 Oh, that, uh, that and as for me, are, are, do get views. So, um, I'll be dead. So anyway, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about uh, Devil's Reign. Uh, Devil's Reign number three. This this book 
guys. Holy shit. Chip Zdarsky, Marco uh, Chiquetto, and uh, who else? We've got Marcio Menez on colors. I know, right? This week. Yeah. Let's go. I'm, it's the I'm week Marco'd of. out. Uh, <laughs> letters by Clayton Cowles. I... Three Marcos this week. Yeah. yeah. The colorist is uh, Marco Menez. Yeah. Let's go. I fucking love Devil's Reign, man. It's good. Wow. Wow. It feels like a proper response to civil war like this if civil war if this was called civil war 2 and and, and that other shit never existed mm, mm, mm. i would feel like this was worthy that's that was what gonna be my my big conversation piece is how much this feels like civil war yeah yeah that for me made it like I don't, I don't know. I felt like I kind of like was slogging through it a little because I'm like, oh, some of these beats I've I've felt and maybe just because we had done the Civil War book club and I enjoyed that so much that this we're not retreading anything, which I, I do appreciate, but it just didn't pull me in because some of the ideas I'm like, I get it, the, the politics and, you know, how should we be reacting to a certain law? I think there are nuances there, but they didn't entertain me Um they didn't entertain me very much. I, I I like it because of the references to Civil War, and, and it's like the, these these characters have learned from that, and they're they're recognizing like, oh, we can't let that happen again. Like we're on a slippery slope there. We already have Kamala's law, which outlaws, you know, young superheroes. Um, it's only one step further to uh, until we're all outlawed. And even right. like She Hulk was like, yo. Um, Maybe he's right, and then everyone's like, yeah, "What? Excuse me." <laughs> um, yeah, the the allusions to to Civil War are are heavy, especially the beat up Ben Riley, like beat up Spider Man is one of the most you know mm. uh, right. biggest images you see. You, you, I remember from Civil War, and seeing that here is uh, is uh, it's it's interesting. I, I I was a little weirded out that Ben Riley is just maskless the whole time. Like he still looks like Peter. I'm like, <laughs> there's nobody. I think he has a hair dye. That's the only difference. But yeah, I think I think most most people don't know who Peter Parker. Well, no, that's not true. I, I forget that he was the head of a major corporation. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I mean, I guess you could say, oh, he got beat to shit so much he was all swollen, and maybe then they couldn't recognize. I don't know. It was a little also. A little to be fair, right? Like this is comics. Clark Kent can walk around with glasses, and no one realizes he's Superman, right? So I think this is <laughs> just true. one of those things. Um, I I'm getting a lot out of this. You know, I love the street level stuff, and um, you know, the politics that Marco brought up. All that stuff hits me where I live. This is like how I got into comics. Um, and again, spiritually, it does feel like a successor to arguably my favorite superhero thing ever. So, you know, it's it's right where I'm at. Um, I love the way that Doc Ock is being used here. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he's got his own agenda. He's doing his own thing. He's got he's like brought on Doc Ox from other like, I, I was a little confused by that. Maybe maybe one of you guys got it more than I did. Ox oh. from other worlds or other Mentions? from the multiverse. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's it's from the multiverse. He got access to Reed Richards Tower and now he's searching the multiverse yeah. for other right. for autos that have 
superior Spider-Man's other heroes, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a there's a superior superior four or superior five book that's out there. Yep. Like uh, I haven't I haven't gotten to it yet, um, but I'm sure mm-hmm. that elaborates a little more. That that I think was a cool way to add a bit of complexity that I appreciated because you, you're you know as the heroes you have to deal with these two opposing forces. Well, sorry, these two forces on the same side, presumably of just trying to like get rid of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the added complication of well, okay, he has his own idea and wants to do his own sort of thing to even usurp uh, Kingpin. I'm like, all right, that's that's a cool premise because I think that also makes for a good. Uh, drama within the normal conversations that you'll have like I, I'm assuming the purple man's going to come into play with that like later on as well like turning on on kingpin so there's some cool threads being laid there that I'd, I'd like to pull on yeah and and that's that's one of the cool things about this too and um you know I never feel more connected to us to to the um to the world that marvel is than when you know, you've got your main story that spins out into other things that are genuinely interesting or makes you go, oh, shit, I, I have to see what happens next. Mm. And that's how I feel about this, right? Like, I, I'm actually interested in the, the Superior Four or whatever it is. Like, I want to know more about that. Um, Isaiah Os in the Twitch comments says, Devil's Reign Superior Four, it is pretty good. Yeah, like, I want to see that. You know, we talked about Electro and how exciting that was spinning out of this as well. So um, I think Zadarcy's doing an incredible job here. Um, how about Luke Cage? That's been a badass guy. My favorite part of the book. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that before, really. Maybe in Marvel Comics, not. Um, where there's the reluctant, um, I guess... The, reluctant hero that has to get drawn into politics and like it makes sense that it's Luke Cage he's never worn a mask you know right. people know him um, and if only there were a miniseries kind of talking about you know what's going on here it, huh? I, I, I read uh, issue two like a week ago and I noticed there was a, still an ad in the back for Del- for uh, yep. for City on Fire yeah. um, and I'm like I wonder if it's not they canceled the mini because it wasn't dealing with the mayoral stuff. And maybe that took away from Luke Cage's uh, story in the main series. Um, but it's super interesting. I love Luke Cage as a character. He's like up there and like some of my top Marvel characters. So seeing more of him and him and, you know, and Jessica is, uh, I love it. There was like barely any Daredevil in this. There was, he was in like one, one page. Like it's, uh, this is, this is again with you, Sean, this is like my cup of tea here. Yeah. That that uh, real quick, you know, you commented on the lack of Daredevil. Um, that's throwing me off just a little bit because I did think that this was going to be a sort of Daredevil centric event. Um, but I'm cool with it because this is something that would encompass a lot more people than just Daredevil. And I'm sure that Daredevil will get his due uh, as we proceed. You know, his once it comes. Deal. Yeah, his devil's due. Go. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, how about the art? Oh, dude. Chichetto Man, is top tier. This is, I mean, just short of like, um, what's the fucking guy's name? The guy who did Civil War. Oh, Steve McNiven. McNiven. Yeah. All right, man, I think this is just as strong. Mm. I, I'm i not going to argue with that. 
Intimacy like I think family, they're, you know, I think. Yeah, yeah, there are a couple of places, you know, I think like this panel of She-Hulk that we were referencing earlier where she's like, oh, he's got a good point. Um, and like one or two other places that are just just a little weird, but like the Fisk stuff and the, the Doc Ock stuff where they're on the phone and oh. then like the action, mm. just man, that is like, that's McNiven all over the place, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like um, these, sorry. It's it's like these like thin lines that just really outline all the, mm. the, it, it it outlines a lot. Um, and then you have like this what I feel is pretty emblematic of, um, some Marvel stuff with like this sort of dirty these like dirty inks and like these like splotchy like colors on top of the colors, mm. um, that add just like a bit of grit, especially considering these are all street level characters, like the um i'm looking at like even even when they're all together in the uh like this underground base right like you can see in, in the the corners of the actual panels that they're just splotches of like these colors and it adds it adds like a, a texture to a lot of the book and i i really really appreciate it we talk about chameleon that yo was what was up with that what I didn't see that shit coming at all. I knew well, who did? Nobody's thought about the com- nobody's thought about the chameleon since 1987. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously did not read Nick Spencer Spider Man. There was way too much chameleon in that run. <laughs> you know, I've been desperate for a chameleon to be a villain in a Spider Man movie for a really long time. Uh, really? Yeah. Since, since that guy in the trench coat. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I just feel like in conjunction with other villains, chameleon can be really cool. He's mm-hmm. always good as like a lieutenant character, not not yeah, bad, but like exactly uh, some yeah, um yeah. This is just this is just fantastic. Like there's so much to it um, that's really awesome. Like I love this moment. Um, I want to show it on on screen because it's super cool. It's real simple. It's just the thing walking through a wall. I was just about to mention that. Yo, that yeah. that was so cool. Chichetto might draw the best Human Torch I've ever seen. Yeah, and I don't this, really know yeah. how to describe why I think that. It's it just looks so right. Does that make sense? Like he's he's still handsome even with all the flames. Um, he's got this kind of uh, <laughs> full just full yeah. Kool Aid Man vibes. <laughs> Absolutely correct. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Chichetto is the guy's real top tier stuff. And then um, I also wanted to point out in the the gutters here, like the, those thick blacks, that gives me um, like widescreen, you know, uh, mm-hmm. what Civil War thrived off of, what um, Ultimates thrived off of. This has that same like DNA to it that makes it feel good. This is what an event is to me. Like if every event had this vibe, I know I know this isn't for everybody, but if every event had this vibe, I would love them. This is what I want. Um, this was definitely my book of the week, easily. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to have another platform for this. Okay. So I'm just going to get it out here now. I hate Miles' new costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I love That's it. That's fair. I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why ruin a classic? Yeah. Yeah, like like Miles, especially like you get to like the synthesized version of Miles' suit in like the video game. 
Like it's become yeah. a classic suit at this point. Uh, it's or a, even it's a drastic redesign. Yeah. Even like the uh, you know the this uh, slightly updated one they're gonna have for uh, Spider Verse Two. Like, why this? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I like it because when we reread Devil's Reign, you know, a decade from now, we'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot Miles had that suit. Like, <laughs> you, do you think it's gonna be the the Scarlet Spider hoodie? Um. Uh, I like the Scarlet Spider hoodie. I think that's a good costume. <laughs> no, I do too. I do too. I'm just saying, like, is this uh, Miles's version of that? Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. Who? I don't even know who designed it. To be honest, I don't know you guys. Bro. Uh, so Matt says, bro got the Harlem equivalent of the Russian tracksuits for a costume. <laughs> what? He lives in Brooklyn, dude. Uh. Pull it. Like I said, it's my pick of the week. Definitely pull it. You should be pulling this entire event. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um, Let's talk about X Deaths of Wolverine. This was my book of the week because I I read Devil's Reign last. This was my book of the week until I read Devil's Reign. This shit was hot. I loved it. And I'm saying it right now. You know, people who were doubting that this book yeah, was going to be I'll relevant. Come on. Yeah. yeah, come on. This didn't even have Wolverine in it. <laughs> this is, what is with the X-Men line of books having event names that have nothing to do with the, the interior stuff? Real. I'm this fucking with that. Book we never got. <laughs> yes. This was a Moira comic book, and it was done by Benjamin Percy with art by Federico Vincenti. Um, colors were done by uh, Dijo Lima sure. uh, with Frank Martin. Uh, Corey Pettit on letters and design with Tom Muller, of course, the designer of all the X-Books. Man, this was... As soon as I opened that page and I saw Moira, I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. You put Moira in a comic, I'm, 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 I'm happy. Which Simple I man. never would have thought someone would have said, you know, three years ago. <laughs> right? <laughs> doesn't even make sense i'm trying to see where uh federico um oh yeah this is the artist that did the um the 2020 falcon and winter soldier miniseries which i recommend okay that was a it's a good little sam and bucky romp yeah um the art was pretty good here uh there were some times where Mora's face didn't feel like moira to me hmm uh, yeah, pro- probably more often than not, to be honest. But there were some beats that like looked a little like I was confused at, like when the portal closes, like I'm and we get the um, she she steals the the car from the dude. Uh, it looks like I don't know the continuity is weird because it takes a few panels before she actually pulls out and pulls away from the guy after he, she's taken him out of the car. And I wasn't sure what was closing behind her, and it looked like there was dirt and stuff climbing around the car. It, it, it was a little confusing. There, there were some moments where the the continuity of like things going in order felt a little wonky. I, I yeah, kind of see really what you mean. Yeah. I laughed when she stole that uh, truck full of sheep, and you can see the sheep's uh, expression <laughs> as they're driven away. Like, <laughs> I, I don't often laugh at. Uh, visual gags in comics it's mostly like you know like when you type lol you don't actually you're not actually laughing right. out loud 
Um, I, I had a little a little cackle, possibly a chortle that came out when I saw these shoes. <laughs> a chortle. Uh, this gold Scottish humor, right? Is is that I don't know. Kale, you're closer nope. to that. Is this what this nope? Okay. All right. It's not. Okay. Scottish people would actually be horrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we get we get a lot of Moira here, of course, you know, the hated, at least hated for me. Cough, cough, I have cancer, you know. Um, like whenever a character just like coughs blood, I never, never felt bad. They felt fine. All of a sudden, they just cough blood, and it's like, yeah, stage four cancer, inoperable. <laughs> Guess I'm dead. Um, I, I really don't like that trope, but okay, no big deal. Um, she's being chased. Mystique is on her ass. That was cool. Yeah. That, that that was a cool way to drive the story, especially coming out of the Inferno event. And um, similarly, I hadn't expected this to be the more issue that it was. So like for that to be the whole thing, there's some good action sequences. Yo, Valkyrie, uh, I, I didn't realize oh, that yeah. she'd gone to visit Valkyrie because I'm, <laughs> I'm unaware who this person was. And then this oh, dude. comes in and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, oh, that's the doctor. I was like, yeah, Jane Foster. I know that name. Why do I know who that is? <laughs> I was hyped when she came out when she when she was Valkyrie yeah. because I was like okay so okay this is the part where we get Wolverine Wolverine's been tracking Moira yeah. he's supposed to keep her safe that's the gimmick okay fine no it's Valkyrie coming to bust Mystique's ass yeah let's go that was cool I like the, the, the fact that somehow Jane Foster and Moira have a history and are friends like mm. I'm trying to think of like when would those characters have ever crossed over? Well, everybody that has cancer knows each other. That's true, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess if you know so, this. Yeah. And if you, if you have cancer, suddenly you automatically know Jane Foster, the most, the, the oh, second course. most famous cancer Marvel character. Yep. Um, outside of so, Captain Marvel, who um, wasn't Captain as strong Marvel. as Jane. Yeah. So, okay, that, that tripped me up. A um, couple things. So... Correct me if you guys don't agree, but it seemed like the implication was that uh, Jane knew that Moira's a mutant, right? Yes, I think that that was the implication. Okay, so how? I because, think I think she told her, like like not in in any amount of detail. But I think she was like, hey, this is what happened. And, you know, this is what's going on. Like she caught her up off panel, but be, but but before the bef <laughs> like the gutters, just Tom. before it's in the gutters. Yeah. I'm assuming. Just working off the context provided, at least in the book. I also yeah. wonder if because more Moira started talking about Krakoa, maybe she just inferred, oh, well, and mutants live in Krakoa, so she must be. Well, I guess the arm too, right? Like that's a yeah. de pretty dead giveaway of something. Something's a little different with you. Yeah, I don't. Maybe that um, was a little too convenient. Yeah, I it, that that tripped me up. Um, yeah, I mean, so so J Jane is able to a um, suddenly realize that her friend <laughs> is now, now alive, has cancer, um, and is a mutant. <laughs> And Marvel Cancer Club chased. <laughs> Who would be in the Marvel Cancer Club? Captain Marvel, Gosh. Jane Foster, Moira McTaggart. Well, uh, Captain Marvel, Captain obviously Marvel. a uh, 
yeah, you know, his king, uh, king cancer club there. Right. <laughs> cancer verse of the Marvel. He went to the next level. Thing. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Eddie Brock. Uh, who? Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's true. Uh. Yeah, all Guys, right. Well, that's the cancer cast um, where we list off. <laughs> Awfully morbid and dark. Thanks, Murphy. Appreciate you. Um, Death's Wolverine. Maybe he died of cancer at one point, so he might be a member of the club. I don't like Mora's new look at all. I, What's the point? You, you were talking you're talking about the the tropes that you hate this is one that i hate <laughs> the quick uh, quick hair color and uh, hair chop in the bathroom when she walked into that mall or whatever in a hospital gown yeah okay i don't know much about women doing their hair but i know that you can't just go to the bathroom and yeah. come go in the bathroom with one hair color and come out with another in a reasonable amount of time <laughs> yeah no way especially know, with like I've... it's <clears throat> I've it's been obviously the, the, the crowded in there too. Yeah, I've been at the bathrooms at the Port Authority. There's some weird shit that goes on there. So we discussed we, that on a prior episode. Uh, yeah, I know. We could. <laughs> this this is this is real Port Authority bathroom vibes here. <laughs> this is normal. She is in New York, right? Uh, yeah, she is. Yep. No, she was in Newark at this point. Oh, oh even worse. Right. Oh yeah, my yes. god, dude. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's some you know, weird ass Jersey <laughs> shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah maybe maybe York. she could. <laughs> Let's nobody thought to that. nobody thought to get to Newark, so she had the time to That's bust it out and do it right. <laughs> uh, and then what the hell is this weird like creature at the end? This Wolverine, I, I monster. I think that uh, what's his face, Cipher and Krakoa have figured out a way to like use the uh, what's what's his friend's name? Warlock. Uh, Warlock. Warlock to like replicate a to replicate certain mutants hmm interesting i was reading it as uh it 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 is very warlocky very phalanx uh reminiscent is this a wolverine (laughs) from the future that has been you know taken in by the phalanx like we've been told is coming down the line that's my uh, thought, yeah. Wolverine is the only one who could actually live through that. You know, like Wolverine will is always Wolverine. He will continue to be Wolverine no matter through everything. So mm. um, my first initial thought was, oh, is, is Fear itself back? No. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Like, oh, oh, it, was a, it was a jump scare for me. I was like, oh, no. No, Fear itself wasn't that bad. But I, just, <laughs> I don't need Grey Gargoyle having another starring role. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know what it was. I took it as a, a future phalanx thing as well. Um, there's so much that's up in the air with this book, but I think one thing's for sure, this definitely will have implication, implications for the rest of uh, Krakoa. It's not limited. It's not just going to be a great Wolverine story, but Benjamin Percy is doing phenomenal work. We talked about the art. We had a little bit of critique for that, um, and but I think the story is tight. I really do. Um, and it left me with enough questions that I'm interested in seeing the answers to that this did a lot for me. Hmm. Dude, yeah, Percy's really good. good. I think he's one of those people I'm like, keep my eye on, like where I think they're giving him more stuff. Yeah. And I've, I've pretty much liked everything he's done mm-hmm. at Marvel so far. He's got a Ghost Rider series coming out next month. 
Oh my god, dude! Oh, I legitimately saw the commercial for that, the ad in the book. I'm gonna pull it up. Dude, yeah, I saw the the ad and I was like, oh shit, because I didn't expect it. I didn't I didn't know about that. I or think I think team. we talked about it, but isn't it this um, team? Isn't the the artist on Ghostwriter as well? Uh, um, I'm pulling up the ad. Oh, it's Corey Smith actually on art. Corey Smith. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah great creative team and like i'm ready for some new ghostwriter here's the ad for those of you that yeah, want to see it it's just real simple ghostwriter you know stuff johnny, it looks great johnny blaze oh johnny yeah. blaze yeah oh, johnny blaze is ad, back ads in your physical copy huh oh, no. oh weird well, yeah. <laughs> well you know what ads. if hmm. i didn't have the ad in my physical i wouldn't be looking at this sick ass art right Oh, whatever that's yeah, a whole extra step um pull it yeah pull, pull it yeah if you like the x-men stuff yeah pull it nah okay. this is good oh tyler you're you're there's a caveat for you yeah i don't think any any normal joe schmo should be pulling it fair uh, enough yeah it's just mm -hmm. it, feels, it feels like a weird thing to pull if you don't know what's going on yeah that's true yeah uh, so does that mean that your all of your book of the week was Human Target Four? Yeah, boy. <laughs> wow. Come on. Wow. Jude Jude Law starring as Blue uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah, I was down for that. <laughs> oh, Whoa. interesting. I didn't even think of that, dude. I didn't see it. Yeah. Oh, I was I was getting it heavy here. Uh, Smallwood is uh, is real into uh, photo referency. Uh, yeah, I saw in this book. I saw the, uh, wow. the Anna Day Armos. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. uh, let's let's hit some comments real fast. I'm gonna skip over what Matt's been saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna skip over the Marvel Glory Hole Club? Oh shit! Um, <laughs> Isaiah O's public bathroom reference. Take a shot. We're take gonna shot. have a, like a drinking episode is inevitable. Maybe we'll do it for some type of milestone. Wish we would have done it for 500 subs on YouTube, but. We can always do it for 600. We'll we got a, uh, episode 300 coming up. Oh, episode sure 300 is also coming up. Um, we'll record at 10 a.m. for that. <laughs> I'm down, dude. Yeah, let's get I don't. It. problem with that. Oh, that's true. And that's Kale doesn't. Kale. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Stoopy says, "Oh boy, oh boy." Uh, Stoopy, who are you? Are you? Are you? Uh, I think might be my brother-in-law. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. And then uh, from Beyond the Star said, super late for Hope all as well. Thanks for What's joining up? us. Catherine, finally. Yo, and she says, 10 a.m. drinking is nothing. Let's go. Let's That's go. right. That's Wild. the attitude we need. Yep. Wow. I hear that. Nice Irish I hear coffee. that. I can do that. There you go. Uh, without further ado, let's talk about the book of the week, I guess, because you guys chose it. Uh, <laughs> Human Target, number, number four, rather. Uh, Tom King. Greg Smallwood, uh, they're they're just killing it. They really are. Ah, oh, it's so um, good. The team. Yeah, yeah this is a, a bomb creative team. Um, Clayton Cowles, also on letters. Ben Abernathy, editor. Don't need to shout you out, dude. Um, <laughs> Jeez, anti-editor here. <laughs> I'm not anti-editor. I love all editors. Uh, Jeez, I'm yeah. gonna get that out of the uh, the the main the recording. So. Fair no, enough. I'm not, um, I'm not. <laughs> it's more work. Since you guys chose it, I'll let you guys rap for a bit. Tyler, why don't you open it up? Um, first of all, look at that. Look at that cover, Sean. Why didn't like mm -hmm. that? Come on, you man. You're going to hate on this cover, dude. No, yeah, dude, that's trash. Dave Johnson. I can't even tell what's wow. happening in that cover. 
Dave Johnson's great. Oh, it's, really? uh, it's the human target, and, and it's yeah. a target around the human target, and it's Lex Luthor in a, in a, in a nice car. It's a nice car. Yeah. Dave Johnson does some pretty wild covers, but this Smallwood cover is like, it's given me some kind of like uh, Batman uh, original 66. TV show vibes. Yes. Yeah. Um, the credits. This is the superhero universe whodunit book that I never knew I wanted. Um, it's funny because Heroes in Crisis was a whodunit in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe this is him kind of, I don't know, reclaiming what he fucked up with with uh, Heroes in Crisis, with that kind of theming. <laughs> Um, because it's 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 a serious book. Like this book kind yeah. of takes itself seriously, but it's not dreary. I mean, we have the our main characters dying in the entire series. Um, but it's like there's a certain uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? There's like a coolness to this book, not because ice is in it. I realize that's a pun after the fact. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just there's some like real style to this that is it's hard yeah. to put into words. Um, it's cinematic. Um, yeah. I think that really helps because the way Smallwood, you know, handles paneling and the real, real tight, close-in facial shots. Um, it's very reminiscent of what I would picture a uh, noirish kind of movie to be. Um, you know, it feels like a Ryan Johnson movie. Like if it almost feels like Knives, Knives Out. Out. Yeah. 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 With Anadarmus, isn't that too? Yeah. So, <laughs> I can, and, and Knives Out, fan fucking tastic movie. Uh, Excellent movie. movie. Yeah. Haven't seen it. Oh, oh man, dude. you'd get a kick out of it. Yeah. For I, I think playing off of what Tyler said, specifically on like the tight shots, the those scenes, it was like a, a visual motif with the the bug. Like every time that we were with. Christopher mm-hmm. Chance and Ice, right? Like they would, everything would get tighter and tighter. Things would get more and more like close physically uh, to the point where we were just getting like glimpses of body parts interacting. That mm-hmm. I thought was like it's very uh, intimate. Very intimate, but also like it, it's a different kind of pacing, right? Because because uh, you you're building up all this tension and you're doing so not just in the writing. Because sure, you can you know have them at the same distance every time and. Uh, they start to hold hands and she starts to like touch up on his lap but to consistently zoom in and tighten the focus and just really like engage you in that way love that stuff everything in the bug that happened in the bug amazing yeah um go ahead Tyler I was gonna say it's just weird calling it the bug I don't like bugs so oh right 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 you've got an Mm. issue (laughs) (laughs) I Never mind. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was really good. Um, I think it was the issue I enjoyed the least, though, of Human Target. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's because Blue Beetle's not one of my guys. Um, oh, dude. I have no connection to him at all. I, um, I like the characterization of Blue Beetle in this because he's like some nerd that just won't start stop talking. That kind of put me off because he just wouldn't stop. And like he kept overthinking and overanalyzing and kind of, which I guess worked to the effect of uh, Chris and, and, and Ice there, like the, them allowing themselves to get sort of lost in their own moment because he's just kind of rambling on by himself, um, which was funny. But I, I, I didn't like that 
he was he, it, there were so many bubbles and they all just belonged to him yeah you know i kind of related to him because there are certain <laughs> there are certain states that i have been in where i have thought these thoughts um <laughs> you know we've all been there down that rabbit hole of thought where you just can't stop um i i like that you can interpret that as being a part of his guilt for what he did. Like he's, he's almost like trying to take Christopher off his scent, but all, by acknowledging that it could be him. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting, but um, it was just a lot. It was, it was, it was a lot. And I think they did that bit like three, three times or something. Um, they did a couple of times. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't necessarily need that as much. And um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it was good. Don't get me wrong, but I just didn't. It just didn't have the same level of intrigue for me that prior issues did. I don't mm. think it was Blue Beetle. I don't think this issue does a good job of making me think it's Blue Beetle. Um, whereas other issues did that better. Maybe it's not supposed to be about Blue Beetle. And it's more putting heat on Booster. That was one. That was one thing I sort of had a problem with. Was you know I haven't read the other issues, so you know I don't totally know what's going on. I I got the gist, but one thing I sort of walked away going is like, okay, what did I learn here? Mm. The you know the the booster um, oh, uh, Martian Manhunter loan stuff. Um, and then, you know, Christopher Chance and Ice, you know, are down to clown. But, like, what else did I, you know, <laughs> what else did I learn? Yeah, that's fair. And it, it just kind of, like, is a, a lead into the next issue, which didn't really, it doesn't give you too much. Like, he's just drunkenly says, oh, yeah, and John. And you're like, okay, now we gotta go into John next. That that wasn't very clean compared to some of the other issues that we've seen. Well, you... uh, sorry, real quick, do want to shout out. Thank you, Beck nine one five, for the subscription. That's awesome. Really appreciate it. Um, I I think that there's more to that last scene than we're necessarily acknowledging quite at this moment. hundred um, percent. Because what happens is that Blue Beetle essentially tells so far the prime suspect is Ice and Booster. Those are the two that are like upfront, right? And what I mean, according to the story time, like how can you say no? Well, I think because Guy Gardner exists in every sense of the word, uh, and we know he's part of the team. I, I know it's not explicitly in the text but i feel like guy is always a suspect <laughs> oh for sure but i i guess i just mean like the way things are being presented sure, and from sure. christopher's perspective these sure. are the two threads that he feels he needs to pull on so hmm. what what blue beetle says is is pulling in john but it's also saying hey here's something critical that you didn't know about booster so i i like that i just wish it was a little bit more uh, thanks, Catherine, for the uh, sub and uh, Rory for the follow. Appreciate. Oh, it. appreciate you both. Uh, Thank do you, you. Do you guys have uh, a guess who who done it right now? Well, we have to do that every week. We have to do yeah, it. Every we week. got up. I, I'm 
fully right now on board that ice did this hmm. yeah same i think that's the obvious answer because of the trope i feel yeah. like i hope tom king bucks the trope somehow um so uh, like who haven't we seen on the table we haven't seen fire yet we haven't seen martian manor which, which we're going to um we haven't seen booster Gnort, and guy i think those are the main no we saw guy did we see guy yeah was that yeah. last issue yeah was he oh because he's uh in the solicitations for the fifth issue uh for remember the issue, sorry he he had a he he came to oh, try yes, to fight. Yes, yes yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. We, we may revisit him. To be fair. Oh, for but sure. Honestly, like part of me is like they, they mentioned here Occam's Razor. It maybe it was just Lex the whole time. Like, and I would kind of be okay with that. I don't know. Like I, all this time, it's it's the one person who you would have assumed it was in the first place. Is that? I don't know. That's kind of. That's some heroes in crisis bullshit the, uh, right the there. Oh, we have a high you. here. Cool. Thank you for the sub. That is awesome. Thanks, Appreciate guys. you. Um, wow, it's been a good day for subs so far. You guys are doing great. Appreciate it a lot. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, I think every issue my answer will change, but <laughs> for right now, um, Anna de Armas is definitely my uh, my pick. <laughs> You're not even calling her eyes at this point. No, we're done with that. Yep. I'm surprised nope. you didn't mention the uh, the lip bite panel. I thought you were gonna swoon over that part. Listen, and then I can I can clip it for TikTok so we can get the lip bite people instead of the foot fetish people that we got the last. Oh, uh, dude. See, I didn't. Okay, I didn't intend for that. I didn't real like. I wasn't even. <laughs> I, I wasn't even <laughs> trying to right? go we there. Do com- we don't do comments on the show. We'll talk about it Saturday. What we have we, our TikTok uh, uh, algorithm got us, guys. <laughs> 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 All right. Well. Fuck it. If you want to talk sexy, let's do it because I, I, I didn't really. But <laughs> this this last uh, first of all, forget the last page. The last page was unbelievable. But um, when they're just on the plane and ice, I mean, she just straight up grabs his dick. No. <laughs> what do you mean? No. That's like the inner thigh, bro. She's she's flirting hard. I mean, yeah, yeah, it it depends. I I would say she's high up there. She's high up there for sure. But like, I would I would argue it depends on where he's oriented. That was definitely if he hangs left. But that was a that was a grab, dude. I don't know. No, if you if you touch me there, if you touch me there, I'm feeling that shit. Yeah, I don't know about anybody else (laughs) that's here right now. No, Sean's feeling it. That's that's Sean's is humble bringing. He's like, yo, hang low, so it doesn't matter where on the (laughs) that that's dick, dude. And (laughs) and you look at this guy. Hold on, let me find a panel with my man because the one the one right before the page right before he like gives her this like side eye. Comment oh. from, from Matt Sean, known there you go. fetishist. <laughs> listen, listen, that guy has dick, okay? So <laughs> where she's touching him, he's feeling that. All right. There's no way he's not. This is dick gate right now. I don't think it was that explicit. I think it was more seductive. I don't think there's a full on dick grabbing mm-hmm. in a DC comic book. Dude, can you I, put it in the comments, please? I'm going to show you again. If you're on YouTube, <laughs> I'm going to show you. Just tell us right now on Twitch or if you're listening at home, did she grab his dick? That's all I need to know. Can you see I, that? You know what? I Looking at these panels, I think the dick's been edited out. <laughs> I think Sean might be right. 
What? Come on, Man. please. Greg, Greg Smallwood drawing the big wood on this one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there shit. we go. It's in the name. <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. Um, pull it. Pull it. <laughs> pull it. <laughs> Ice was pulling it. Yeah. No, uh, I, I oh. really like this book. Um, there is like a there's like a weird yeah. mid-century modern design design aesthetic to like everything in this, too. The, that I, man, the color so is just off Phenomenal. the charts, yeah. man. And there's Dick that's been apparently, so... <laughs> Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, almost forgot these last three lines from uh, Christopher Chance. She's a god, and all I can think to do is to get down on my knees and pray. Yeah, boy. Man. I mean, is that is that as good as uh, it, it'll get a little cold? <laughs> Yo, you just got to... Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, that was... <laughs> I was in yeah, the pool was when I too. when I can't help it. Oh, dude! And when I, Marco, that felt like some use. That felt like some anime <laughs> shit. The way she said that shit, I I was like, yeah, I know Marco feels this. Of course, when the discussion gets here, that's when Harris throws a sub in. Typically, thanks. Appreciate you, Harris. Thanks, man. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah, great, great week for comics, right? Like, even putting aside what we've read here, so much good stuff. Not just um, comics, though, Sean. I'm, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna take us over. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, it's uh, comics Yo. tag time. I cannot believe you made me watch Spawn. <laughs> so, for context, okay, every week. One of us tags the other. Whoever gets tagged, tags next week. One of us or an audience member, whatever you feel like doing, with a comic book. We switched it up last week because we just did. And yeah, Tyler had to read Spawn, the, watch Spawn the movie. What so talk, tell us. He's like, he's like, don't ever, don't ever tag anyone with more than two issues. Don't go crazy. And he gives me an hour and a half long movie. <laughs> Dude, you open yourself up for that. Uh, uh, so Spawn 1997, not the new Spawn. That's never going to happen. Um, with Michael J. White in the starring role, but you couldn't tell because the dude, the poor dude, was given fucking Freddy Krueger makeup the entire movie. Um, yeah, this was definitely an action movie made in 1997. Oh yeah. Um, I don't have much to say about this. <laughs> I didn't care much for it at all. Um, I think the most amazing part of this whole movie, and I think it's truly a, a feat. Uh, un, an unholy physical feat was the uh, the ability of John Leguizamo to act yes. entirely crouched <laughs> the entirety of this movie. <laughs> My knees were hurting watching John Leguizamo just in this giant fat clown suit, just obviously doing like squats the entire time. There's no way like Leguizamo's short. But he is not that short. This dude is, is shrinking himself down to like sub five foot levels of height. And like, yo, my knees were hurting watching that, which could be me getting old or just I'm out of shape because I do a comic book podcast as my main form of any kind of energy. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's uh, oof, um, the CGI was definitely 
there. Um, <laughs> it's I don't know what anyone's intentions were. I don't know what the motives were. I don't really understand the physics of the suit. The whole thing is Spawn, uh, uh, Al Simmons dies, becomes Spawn, doesn't know which side he's on. By the end of the movie, he still doesn't know which side he's on. Um, and he just learns how to make his suit spiky. Like, that's the whole movie. Um, which it, it feels like, uh, it's perfect for Todd McFarlane. That's how I have, that's my quick recap of Spawn. It'll be fair. It sounds like the comic book. Yeah, I was, just, I was gonna make that joke, but I didn't even, want to interrupt it. Okay, yeah. There's even tons of news segments in it. Really? Like yeah. <laughs> One of like the main side characters is a newscaster, and they bring it up constantly. Oh man, I fucking love it, dude. Uh, Such a good movie. I would say if you're if you're looking for like a nice cheesy '90s action movie, watch Face Off instead. Whoa! <laughs> Face All right, off. so. You just didn't. Fantastic you just. Movie. You just. You're just gonna shit on what I tagged you with. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I am actually. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, fine. Well, I go ahead. And who are you tagging? Who, so, Kale, you haven't been tagged yet, right? I have not. Okay, I'm gonna tag you with a new book. Something good. I don't please. know if it's you're either gonna like it or you're not gonna like it. It's not out yet. It comes out next week. Um, it's gonna be excellent. Number one. The new sequel to Ecstatics with uh, Mike Allred on art. Okay. Oh, he's going to like it. He's going to like it. Come on. <laughs> Sean, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping this drags him into Ecstatics, which is a fan fucking tastic series. Tyler, do you get the game or what? I'm a, <laughs> yo, I'm a huge Mike Allred fan. Come like, on. Do you think Kale would actually pick up a new book that we didn't tell him to read? Um... No, but I <laughs> do my, think my driving force. You basically just challenged him to go have a good time, which for Kale and is hard. Listen, <laughs> you know what? That's the greatest gift any pal has given me in six years. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. so that, that's what I that's what I tag. Kale is that? Uh, do you know? Is that? Is that going to be the same? Is it the same team, Mike Allred and um, uh, Peter Milligan? It is. It yeah, is, it is the same team. Yep. That that actually Hell sounds yeah. really good. It's a direct continuation. I don't know if they're even. They might even address the Krakoa stuff. So, fuck it. I'm going to pick this up. So, before I forget, I didn't do. I didn't talk about what I was tagged with. I was going to ask you last week because Marco wasn't here. Uh, but since you're here, I'll talk about it now. Uh, May's book. I was tagged to read mm, May's oh, book. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I read the first one. And um, <laughs> I, it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, it's by Jeff Lemire. Um, and uh, I, 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 like I had said that I hadn't read anything that he had done, really, outside of um, his big two stuff. Um, and the first thing that I kind of noticed was that I wasn't too big a fan of the art. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just not my thing. I'm not going to criticize it. Jeff Lemire is a super talent and, um, it's, if it's not for me, it's not for me. That's different than it being bad. Um, so yeah, but the story, uh, was intriguing. It was more mood than actual like progression. 
nothing really happens, but I enjoyed the mood and tone. Um, and it made me feel like something that I might want to check out in the future. Uh, just because it seems like it's going to go like, I can't imagine where it's going to go. And that's what I'm interested in. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have no clue what's going to happen at all. Um, and Jeff Lemire's dialogue is very strong. Matt says in the chat, an old white guy at my shop told me to read that shit. And that's when I knew it was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, Matt. You, I think you'd like it. Matt is like one year away from old white dude. Like, <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> I can say that with uh, Tyler, have you been reading May's book? I feel like you were uh, on it. No, it didn't. It didn't hook me enough to keep going with it. I'll be honest. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. I might, I might pick it up when it's in in trade. I find Lemire to be more enjoyable in trade, yeah. personally. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine picking up a, a Lemire original outside of trade. That sounds like a recipe for hating a Jeff Lemire book. Damn. Were these oversized too? I didn't get it physically. And I feel like the there's something about the book in the story that makes me think it's a bigger book physically. I don't know why. That's just my, my brain just doing that. I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it's just like a long. I think they're each like 40 pages or something. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, let's, let's rip into some Twitch comments before we get into the pals pulls, uh, which mine is already on the screen. I'll talk about it in a moment. Uh, Matt said every week, this gets closer and closer to the long box, but, uh, levels of perversion long boxes, the podcast that Matt and Tyler used to do, it doesn't um, exist anymore. It's not ripping, <laughs> ripping peace. Uh, ripping peace. That's rip exactly peace. what the long some box might, is. Some might, some might some might even say rest and piss i wasn't gonna do that because they're my boys but you know and that actually is that's that's thematic for that podcast you know weird kink um anyway how accurate that is that's not not for this show that's for the long box revival patreon exclusive um hear that uh, matt Isaiah we'll Oss, we will maybe pay you. Isaiah O said, excellent. That is uh, his pull for the week. If you are a regular comics reader and you're watching, definitely put it in the comments. What are your pulls for next week? We want to know. Uh, Matt says, I have that omnibus uh, referring to... Ecstatics. Uh, Ecstatics, yeah. I grabbed it for like 75% off. I think this good, good get. He also says X Krakusi, which I really want to forget, but I can't because it comes up every week. Uh, <laughs> he also says it's just normal. It's just a normal image size book. And oh, no, shut your mouth, Tyler. I agree with that. Um, so I will talk more. I will talk about Geiger. Uh, I know that Geiger is something that people have not been fully uh, on board with. Um, I really enjoyed it. Kale and I primarily were reviewing that together. And um, I know that you. Yeah. Yeah. I've read, I've read every issue. I wasn't okay. with you guys at that point, but yeah. Uh, what, uh, what do you think about Geiger? I'll read any Gary Frank book. It's Gary Frank All drawing right. fallout really is what it is. And that's enough, but you can take Jeff Johnson's name off of it and I'd still read it. So I'm enjoying uh, it. I like it. Well, this issue uh, is going to give us some Brian Hitch art um, oh yeah they're doing the, cool. the red coat stuff uh we're gonna we're gonna see some red coat 
um and a whole bunch of different characters that like there's this whole university's building and this is going to be what blows the door off of that and then we're going to see a preview of junkyard joe which is a new series that's coming out from johns and frank if you're reading geiger you remember junkyard joe you probably like him i'm into this i can't wait for that that's that robot dude junkyard dog yeah junkyard dog i was like oh okay why not Yo, you know what though? Didn't know Jeff I'd buy. I'd buy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd buy a Jeff Johns Junkyard Dog comic book. <laughs> I feel like to, he might not do him justice. There. <laughs> Two people I don't trust to tell stories with black people: Jeff Johns and Vince McMahon. I just don't trust it. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, yeah. What else? Sorry, did I, I, I slept that one in there. Say, say everything to the Kakosi. Sorry. What's, oh my uh, god. Next one. Bottom there we go i <laughs> sorry I slipped the the, the, the crocusy slipped my bad I, I also chose saber tooth number one uh i feel like we've been looking forward to this for a really long time um but it's victor laval making his marvel debut maybe marvel, yeah yeah uh okay good uh also his obviously the debut of him in the x world with uh this book um i really like victor laval he did the uh can't remember what it was called, but it was a, an image book. No, boom book. We we reviewed. Uh, it's like Eve or something. Like Eve, that, thank or? you. Yes, it was. Yeah. Eve. Oh, okay. Yeah, Eve was super cool. Uh, the art here is by Leonard Kirk and Rain uh, Barreto. Leonard Cook's um, good. Leonard Cook is good. Don't know uh, Rain at all, but uh, I'm excited. What the hell has Sabretooth been up to in there? He's been locked up. Just stewing in the Krakosi juice. What he's doing. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Just drowning in it. Oh, it's yeah. Like Boba in the Sarlacc pit. Just, <laughs> just all moist, like listening to Never the quiet council. You think you could hear what's going on up there? No. God, that would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess I'll go with, uh, with, with my picks. So uh, uh, before you do that, sorry, real quick. Yeah. Um, uh, Catherine, you should tell us where you're at in your progress with those books if you've managed to start reading them. And uh, Isaiah O's picks Manor Black and Savage Spider-Man. Oh, Manor Black. Uh, that would have been a pick had one of my other books not come out. That's a Cullen Bunn joint. Oh. Awesome. It's been a while since I've seen Cullen Bunn. I traditionally like his stuff. Um, but yeah, I have uh, the excellent number one, which I talked about, which uh, now Kale has to read next week. Um, and I will probably enjoy it's got yeah. dupe in it. That's all. I, so uh, to, to let you guys know, it, it, this is a weird. The original premise was that, that this was like a ragtag group of mutants of really weird powers. Like one person just like threw up all the time. Um, and there were reality TV stars um, at the same time. And uh, they go on things here. So I have no idea where this book is going to lead off at. And I'm, I'm pretty excited. It's been a while for uh for these characters to, to really be anywhere. Dupe's always been in the background places, but like these main ex ecstatics characters have been gone for a while. So um, I'm excited to see them again. This um, purple guy I, always looks sweaty. I think that's, that's, that's his thing <laughs> where he has like uh, uh, weird sweat powers. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a really, really strange book. Um, and then I also had uh, Fantastic Four Reckoning War number one. Um, is this, this the is, one? Yeah. Th yeah, this is the uh, Dan Slott's event that he's been building since... Oh, man. 
He's mentioned it in his She-Hulk run, his Avengers Initiative run. Yeah. Um, I think this directly ties into She-Hulk because it has Jack of Hearts on it, too, and She-Hulk. So there's definitely right. going to be some tie-in there. Um, it even has Nick Fury, the original one, as the Watcher. So that's how you can tell planned here. That's how you can tell that he came up with this event a long time ago because he needed Jack of Hearts <laughs> alive yeah, to be able to do the story. Um, and from what I can tell, uh, Matt has told me how good the Fantastic Four run is by Dan Slott. I've heard very good things about it. I've been in and out of it, um, but uh, I'm hoping to kind of jump back into that kind of corner of the uh, Marvel Universe again with this book. So, uh, Rachel Stott on the art, uh, one of the just yeah. shining stars of uh, the Britain comic book artist scene is just mad. She's she's gonna be on this, and I am so excited to see what she does. Is she a uh, Stormbreaker? She's a young gun. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. This is a uh, I think the Alpha. So the art is actually by uh, uh, Pacinto. Um, oh, okay. So it's I not think the one. She will be. Yeah, she's on the actual main. event. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, so we had some uh, comments here. Uh, Catherine said, started your Iron Man erect this week, Sean. Going to get through it all. Um, and then uh, Matt mentioned his picks uh, for his polls for next week are Ant number two. You fucking would pick that. That's, oh, that's my a, God. That's a hold on. <laughs> Matt, would would I like sweet paprika? That's what I got to say. That, that, that poll recommendation, Matt. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting to use that button for a while. Oh my god! What better times? Those are two very mad picks. Ant number two, which is a sexual, like I think it's a new character now. But the original Ant was like a very sexually drawn twelve-year-old uh, or something. It was a little big, big sus, big sus. The first issue had that element so. in it. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I'm not hard pass on that one. <laughs> Pass. Uh, yikes. Whoa. So uh for Kale. You have Newburn. Mm, yeah. Number three. Uh Newburn number three. Um, I like Newburn so far. Um this is I'm at the point now with it where if it doesn't do anything cool here, I think I'm gonna drop it. Mm-hmm. Um the I still like the hook, you know, the hook being Newburn is a sort of a middleman for, um, uh, mafia families and he, uh, investigates, you know, stuff. And, and it seems like he kind of keeps the peace, uh, between them and he's, he's training a replacement. Um, and it's sort of a, a, uh, noir-ish, you know, detective procedural, uh, with a twist, and, and I'm super into that. Is it like the uh, anti-Columbo? A bit, yeah. My my problem is that he's solved two cases the exact same way. Mm, okay. And if he does it again this time, I'm probably going to go ahead and drop it because <laughs> <laughs> like that's, no that's not fair. Yeah. Uh, and then you also had X-Lives of Wolverine number two. X-Lives, let's go. I'm on this Wolverine train. Ben Percy, choo choo, baby. I, I specifically picked the uh, the variant where uh, Wolverine's topping a bear. Yeah. Yo, so that looks awesome. For your audio listeners, you can you can decide what that looks like in your own head. 
Why would you put that out there for them? Why would you put that in their mind? He's minds? just reading what's on the cover. Yeah, I'm just that's reading what's on the cover. Not, it's Wolverine. Top of his bear. It's a cover of Sean living his best life. Perpetual. Hey, man. Living his bear. I don't. <laughs> never mind. I don't, no, never mind. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, young, uh, short shirtless cub tops bear. That's how. I anyway, <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? Like Pornhub descriptions? We no, we might be able to get uh, listeners off that people. <laughs> people term searching or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm appealing to TikTok, Sean. So. Oh, God. All right. Anyway. Uh, and then, Marco, you had heavy metal drummer number one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know nothing about this book, The, I, but Behemoth has done me well for certain books. Um, and the art by Luca Vassalo, I follow them on Instagram. Really, really cool style. Um, kind of like um, a mix between Alex Alexis Zirit and Yanis Milano-Yanis, um, the one of the artists who did Profit, and there's just like this okay. weird like okay. underground style to it, and mm-hmm. the colors are super pulpy. It just it caught my eye, and I I need to read it. That cover's the, sick, dude. The, all right, so and, and I'll, I'll just read you the um the the preview here. It's under the streets of Los Angeles breeds the seeds of a gruesome interdimensional conflict between order and chaos. Enter Dave, a junkie. Heavy metal drummer whose life is about to get a whole lot shittier. That's nice. it. That's it. You got me. Dave? That's the name you picked? Enter Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Metallica was going for when then they decided Sandman sounded better. <laughs> well done. Uh, and then you also had Serial, number 10. I've been loving Serial. right? Yes, based on the podcast, based off which is which, wait for well, real. No, no, no. It's no. Not. Oh, I was Man. like, yo, okay, I got to buy this for real. No, no, this is based off the TV drama, which is based off the podcast. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> got him to a couple of serial super fans in here. You're gonna Anon, bro. Anon, innocent. Hashtag free Anon, bro. I don't know, dude. Free Anon. Original podcast serial. First podcast yes. ever. The yes. so rest in peace. Wait, hold on, hold on, Marco, hold on. Who do you think did it, Sean? Jay's a fucking liar. Jay is, is he, a fucking liar. Is he the the friend? His yeah. his yeah. The that's friends. who I think it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's who I think it was. I don't think he did it. I think he knows who did it. Because I don't know right. if he had motive to kill Hay, but he definitely he definitely uh, knows more know than I would saying. strike a chord here with that. Okay. Dude, I love I love cereal. I listen to uh, the other podcast that's like really about it too. Like, I'm obsessed. Anyway, carry on. Uh, <laughs> this is a Terry Moore book. I've fell in love with this series at the beginning of last year when it first came out. Like, I've been picking it up every single month that it drops. It's been a really cool black and white one of the first black and white series that I followed monthly. And um, I think the, just like the crime aspect of it has been really, really engaging. I have fun with it every time. And so, yeah, I'm excited every time this is a thing that comes out. Terry Moore is great. Uh, I would uh, check out uh, Motor Girl if you can, Marco. I don't know if you have. I was going to pick up uh, Strangers in Paradise. <laughs> Motor Girl is a much more accessible thing, but Strangers in Paradise, uh, I haven't read it because it is uh, Thick Boy. Well, apparent, uh, 
apparently this like one of the characters the main character here spins out of that book they're all so, uh, uh, the same universe i think there's a terry oh, universe yeah okay that makes sense yeah, there was a uh, the, the series before serial was a book that had a couple characters from a whole bunch of his books it was like a almost a team book in a way um, all this American life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ira Glass. <laughs> I didn't think that would go over. Um, Isaiah O says Wednesday show sponsored by Fleshlight. That's a big yeah. Oh, if they'll that's have one of us. the ecstatics members. Fleshlight. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. He's the sweaty um, guy in front. <laughs> he's gonna be dupe, really. I mean, if, if dupe, I mean. Uh... Tyler, did you do your pulls? Yeah, I pulled. Uh, I did my yanks. Uh, nice. All right. Yeah. Did, we're, we're good. We're all, we're all pulled out. Good. Spent uh, <laughs> yes. going to bed. We are pulling out. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Whether that was live with us here on Twitch, Wednesdays at six, also Saturdays at ten. Uh, that's Eastern for both different shows that we do. Uh, uh, or I'm huh? going to be streaming uh, Pokemon Le- Legends Arceus this uh, Friday. Shooting for oh. seven o'clock. PM nice. Uh, are we streaming the Royal Rumble? I don't know. No, no. I, All right. After I heard the rumor that multiple jackass participants might be in the Rumble, I kind of got turned off on it. Really? <laughs> jackass. Yeah, yeah Johnny you Knoxville promo the is movie. confirmed. Um, Johnny Knoxville is a confirmed Royal Rumble yeah. entrant. Yes. He's currently feuding with Sami Zayn. Um, riveting. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> Yeah, wherever you get us, leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought about these books um, that we read this week or what you're looking forward to next week. If there are books you want us to read, write to us and let us know. If you want to tag us, if you want to participate in Comics Tag and tag us with a book, then you can write in and let us know, and we'll read it and comment comment on it right here on this very show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next week, take care, guys. See you. See you next week.